And welcome to It Had To Be Said tonight. Yay! Yay. Um, <laughs> I'm Venus, and here with my co-host, Christopher Stolle. Hi, guys. Don't mind me. I'm tired. <laughs> it is such a lovely day today. I am outside doing this podcast, laying in my hammock, um, tank top, no bra, and just loving life. <laughs> Only a tank top, no bra? Guys, yeah, I got pants on too. Damn. It. <laughs> but... I was about to say, guys, subscribe right now and you'll get a copy of that picture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous here right now. It's like 21 degrees. The sun is shining. We got the skeeters out. Fucking, yeah. Oh, I'm fully aware. I've been out working in it for the past two days. <laughs> and of course, we're going like... through a freaking heat wave and the rain just won't come when you wish it would rain. <laughs> oh, we've got like fires around here everywhere, like fucking forest fires, like beyond belief. Like, I think it's like some level six fucking emergency or something. And like, there's one honestly not that far from where I live. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yep, yeah, no smell, no smoke, see no fire, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh my God, the liberals were right. It's warming up. <laughs> it's see, only 21 degrees, but it's like so wooded and stuff around here. Like I'm like literally in the bush. So like it's bound to happen. Like we have high wind, condi- uh, well, you have a lot of wind and it's like dry, you know, just spring just happened. So all the wood that's been laying out is now like ready to be scorched. Which probably should be cleared and, you know, made a big, like, town fire and, you know, big town bonfire and party. But, no, they just leave it there. So, <laughs> <laughs> takes one cigarette butt and the whole fucking forest is on fire. Yeah, so don't be flicking them cigarette butts. <laughs> no. <laughs> Put it out on a rock and then toss it. <laughs> but speaking of butts. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Segway. Uh-oh. Okay, what are we getting into now? <laughs> I don't know. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had something going. <laughs> no, no, no. The hamster died on the wheel a long time ago. There's nothing going. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the wheel still. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of forest fires and not putting your cigarette butts out um, in a fucking dry, dense forest, um, we've got rights and ver- personal responsibility up tonight. So, obviously, it's your right to smoke. Um, It's your personal responsibility to make sure you don't set a fucking forest on fire with this cigarette. (laughs) See, I don't don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Um, As as a former smoker myself, and I I have got nothing against people who smoke, but I I think smoking is more of a privilege than a right. Well, it's your body, your choice, right? It's your body, your choice, but I I think it's more along the lines of you it's not like for for here in america for to to use my to use my example it's not like the bill bill of rights or the constitution where it's like our inalienable rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness those are rights smoking is you have the privilege to smoke and choose to smoke but you don't necessarily have to smoke nobody has required to make you smoke yeah you know you understand what i mean yeah. If that's well, making any right sense. Put, it's your right to put into your body whatever you damn well choose to put into your body. Like, you could refuse medical um, attention. You could refuse uh, medicines and stuff like that. You could also choose to smoke pot. I mean, it's it's your right to choose what goes into your body or what does not go into your body. 
Fair enough, especially because she's put in the the words right to choose. You yeah. know that that that's where I was like battling. It's like it's not necessarily your right to smoke; it's your right to choose to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in Canada, like you, it's against the law to um, be in possession of most drugs, but it's completely within your rights to be high as fuck on any of these drugs. I mean, I mean, unless you're causing a problem or something. Like, it's the same as alcohol. If you want to have a few drinks, you're fine to do so. But now you're walking around with an open bottle. <laughs> right. It's a little bit different than, his, than if it was in you, you know, and you could act accordingly and act like somewhat of a citizen. Oh, you know what? I, I want to bring this up. You know, with, with most of the United States now starting to legalize marijuana and, and its recreational use, and especially here in Philadelphia, look, your right to smoke marijuana does not mean you have the right to smoke it in your fucking car. It is the same as drunk driving. And by the way, unlike drunk driving, we can fucking smell you coming. <laughs> it's disgusting. Smoke it at your house or at your friend's house or out in the fucking woods like a normal human being. Not in the car, besides the fact that it's driving impaired which is illegal, just like drunk driving. It's also just straight up annoying. Really? I love, I, I used to love it when I would like cruise around and it's like, you know, a nice hot summer day or something. You got the windows down and you just smell that like God blessed given ganja, like just reeking out of someone's vehicle. And it's like, you know what? This is what summer is all about. <laughs> it smells like a 500, uh, 500 pound man on fuck, uh, on a Taco Bell bench. It's disgusting. Yeah, but you get shitty weed in the U.S. compared to what we get in Canada. So <laughs> there's a huge difference. Like I actually was holding like a fucking kilo bag of like Pineapple Express. That stuff smelled good, okay? Now you get some shag fucking bushweed. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not even a smoker, but you show me some good fucking marijuana. I am taking a puff of that shit. Hands down. Like, if it's primo fucking shit. And I'm not talking just it has a high THC fucking density. I mean, it smells good. It looks good. If it smells like fucking heaven, I'm putting that into my body. <laughs> Look, if it I'm, smells like his shit, no thank you. <laughs> let me let me disclaimer here, because I know a lot of people are like, well, fuck this guy, he's so straight edge. Look, I used to smoke pot, and I couldn't stand the smell of it back then. I liked what its effects. I liked the taste of it when I did it. I couldn't stand the smell. It's part of the reason I was a hippie smoker and be smoking out in the woods or outside. <laughs> But you need good weed, though. <laughs> Seriously, if you had good stuff, you'd be all over it. Oh, I, was, and I don't blame you. I, was I don't doing, blame you for not smoking shitty weed. <laughs> oh, I was doing homegrown fucking Maui Wowie and Hawaiian red hair shit. I, it's not like I was getting the, the dank shit. I was getting good stuff, but it's still that stick that sticky, sweet fucking skunk smell that that it, you know, the smoke produces just it, it always turned my stomach like. When I, it's literally like when I'd smoke a joint, it's almost like I'm holding my nose as I do it. You know? <laughs> oh, God, God, I used to have, okay, so like I used to work like with, um, in the medical marijuana field and like I had like this huge bag of, what was it? It cheese, I think. Um, Superman cheese and holy fuck. Just let me tell you, I used to open that bag and leave it beside my bed at night just to smoke like fall asleep smelling that and it was kind of like incense or potpourri and it was just fucking godly like my house used to reek 
But, oh, my God, did it ever just smell good? <laughs> well, see, you're talking about the plant non-burnt. The plant not burnt smell fine. It's when you're burning it and just blowing it around, and especially in an enclosed space and or, like, you know, in a humid summer day. God, that's just god-awful. Oh, you... <laughs> I was going to say, you have to Jamaican hot box, but... <laughs> you got to have the good stuff, like... I'd yeah. rather I'd rather walk in and sniff an Indian fucking sweat box. You know what? I'll send you a fucking a few, couple grams of some really good shit if it gets across the border. <laughs> oh great! Now we're on the FBI watch list. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They'll just oh come on! It comes from Canada going to the U.S. Like what are they going to expect? Like they know they fucking know. <laughs> Maple, maple syrup and uh, French fries with gravy on it. <laughs> oh, puts in, yes, yes. <laughs> Shipped all the way from Canada. <laughs> so, anyway, we're we're talking about right, uh, rights versus choice. Um, res- personal responsibility or personal responsibility. So, so I like. There's like so many things coming up. Like, it's my right, um, to have, um, a sex change, for instance, or it's my right. Um, the free tampons because I didn't choose the vag life and the vag life chose me. So is this a right that you get to modify your body? Uh, it's not body modification. Um, what do they call it? Uh, it did body mutilation, really. Um, <laughs> because your body was fine the way it was. But again, this falls under the choice category. I mean, it's kind of a gray area. Like when you're talking about like a sex change. Again, going back to the American Bill of Rights, the, the pursuit of happiness, I guess that kind of falls under. If become a man becoming a woman makes makes them happy, then, yeah, that is their right. However, it is not their right, anybody's right, to force their points of views or opinions or their livelihoods down the throats of others. As much as it's not a right for straight Christians to turn around and condemn you for you know uh being gay or being uh, a jew or or a muslim or something of that nature you don't have the right to to condemn them either so what if okay because i'm not going to get into like judging how people want to be perceived, you know, in people's identity. Oh, I'm not judging. Um, I'm not judging. What I'm, what I'm, I'm, not, I'm just going to make this personal. Like, if okay. I wanted, or if I decided that I needed boob implants um, for my happiness, is it a right? And, like, does it have to be paid for by the government and by everyone's tax money to give me my right to make sure that I'm happy? Or is it my own personal responsibility to go and get these boobs, boob implants, by myself, by my with my own means. Let me let me uh, restate the phrase: the right to pursuit of happiness. You have the right to pursue whatever makes you happy. It is not a God-given right that you are happy, but you have the right to pursue it. So, no, the government does not re- is not required to pay for your boob job or your sex change or your whatever, what have you. You have the right to go out and pursue it, and they won't block you, but they won't pay for you. Because <laughs> we have in Ontario right now that they're cutting <laughs> funds to people go undergoing um, uh, tra- like sex, gender transformations. 
um, they're no longer funding that. And there's a huge uproar that it's everyone's right to do this. And I'm here thinking, like, look, if I wanted to go get tits, because I have, like, no tits, like, it's not paid for. Disagree. I don't get that paid for. What do you it, mean? You stating you have no tits. I disagree. But go ahead. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get that paid for. And, like, people want equality and stuff. And it's not anyone else's responsibility to make sure that my right to free tits is like withheld. Well, let me let me explain it's, again. Like like you said, they're defunding it, which means the government is no longer funding these programs or or uh, institutes. Right? They're not mm-hmm. saying they can't exist. You could privatize it, put your own money into your business, and continue to perform whatever it is you want to perform. The government's not blocking you from that. They're just not paying for it. It still right. falls under choice. You're still allowed to pursue your happiness as long as the uh, medical facilities that do these things are getting their money elsewhere. See, like even for circumcision, for instance, um, which used to be a medical thing, like it used, like they used to say, pretty much you need to get it done, right? Right. Um, you have to pay out of pocket for that as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's your right. To decide whatever you want to do with, you know, your your penis or your child's penis, but you still have to pay for it. And I like there's I don't see what this huge uproar now is that everyone has to pay for it. Like everyone else has to pay for it, and you want equality. Why are you not paying for it? I mean, like yeah, you know, like hormonal uh, medication and stuff. I could see that being paid for because it is part of the process and stuff. And you know, it can, it's going to have like an emotional or psychological impact you know, to not be able to get this medicine to undergo the transformation. But if you want to go farther, I mean, why are you not paying for it yourself? Look, there's so many more things that we could be arguing about, uh, about being <laughs> a right or, or should be made available to the, to the general public. I mean, it, it, yes, it's a Facebook meme, but it's the odds, God's honest truth. Like here in Philadelphia, we're setting up locations where they will safely inject people with heroin. So that way they make sure they're not injecting with dirty needles or whatever else. Why are we offering methadone for free and meth for free to people? But insulin is 700 fucking dollars a bottle. Well, you see the thing with the safe injection sites is not only that they're giving people a safe place to do this, but it's also cleaning up the streets because people are just fucking sticking needles in their arms and tossing them, like, in McDonald's bathrooms or, you know, in Tim Hortons parking lots and in kids' parks and stuff. So it's kind of a clean-up thing at the same time. It's like, you know, it's a good service for the people um, injecting, but it's a better service for everyone else who who comes across these needles. Like, imagine your kid going down a slide and there's, like, he gets poked by a fucking heroin addict, AIDS needle, right at the bottom. I mean, like, yeah, no, they, they dispose of these properly. So, I mean, it's it's kind of... No, I get it, that. Like, but, again, we're, we're, we're choosing to help addicts because of their disease. For some reason, a choice is now a disease. Um... Yes, I know alcoholism and and drug addiction changes uh, chemical imbalances in the brain and and things of that nature where it now could be classified as a a disease. But we care more about people who chose to do that to their body 
than people who are diabetic or have cancer. They didn't choose that. Sometimes it runs in the family. Yes, I know some fat person eating ice cream 24-7 and McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he chose to have diabetes. But more often than not, a lot of people wind up with it just simply because it's hereditary. Why are we charging out the leg on people who can't afford it on life-saving medications but will hand out for free stupid shit to quote-unquote fix people who could have chosen not to do that to begin with right like why is it not people's right to get free medical um over getting free tits or free penis to vagina surgery like why is there not more investment in actual life-saving situations it's not their their personal choice that they they got sick but it's a personal choice if you want to go like undergo any types of surgeries or anything that you that people think should be free and handed out when it's like well people are dying and you know like people need penicillin but we're going to invest in a penis <laughs> but uh, again it goes it goes back to what we were talking about it is you have the right to pursue what makes you happy that is your right if these things make you happy you're allowed to do it but the government is not required to give it to you it is not required to make your life better you are required to pursue what makes you happy what makes your life better that is your right but is it your right to have life-saving medical attention yes see here in america a lot of people bitch about like the the fact that uh we don't have free health care okay and i'm fine with that for a reason because even if you don't have insurance, your right to live is still covered. You could still get care from a hospital. You still get the same amount of care as somebody who paid the premium HMO or Medicaid or Medicare or whatever the case may be. You still can receive that treatment. You just have to pay for it. You get billed. Whoop the freaking do. Now, yes, I argue the fact that some of the prices are a little outrageous, but at the same time, nobody's blocking your right to be seen by a doctor or your health to be checked and cared for, especially in disease uh, in issues uh, like major serious is issues and illnesses. They're just not required by the government to take care of you. See, isn't that like bit like how do I even say this <laughs> See, isn't thing? that a bit outrageous though that like you people can get um, body modifications or transformations but you're left to die if you can't afford it but you get like these body modifications for free which should be your own responsibility if you want that you can set up GoFundMe's like people are always donating towards that but now you have someone dying of cancer and they're, they're not going to get any treatment because they can't afford it. So they're denied any medical care. Look, again, you know, the, the right is you have the right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Breaking that down, what does that mean? You have the right to go out and do whatever it is that makes you happy. You have the right to live and have a long life. You have the right to be free. That's it. 
that's it. How those things are obtained is not a right. Just that you have the right to them. And so people, you pretty much have no, like, there's like no privilege to a right. I guess, that no, is honestly the, like the best way to say it, I guess. Well, no. People are probably going to be like, what? But No, the, the, the problem is, is that there is a privilege to the right. You have a right to live. That is a privilege. You have a right to be free. That is a privilege. You have a right to go and do whatever it is that makes you happy. That is a, that is a privilege. But all the extras and all the thing give me free shit. No, no, that is not what a, a right is. That is simply selfishness. Give me free shit is not a right. But a right to live. So would not a life saving surgery be your right to live, which would be neglected? No, because you're still receiving that surgery, that life saving surgery. You're just going to wind up with a humongous medical bill at the end of it. The doctor's not going to tell you you, he, you you can't afford it, so I can't remove the tumor. He'll remove the tumor, but you'll get a couple hundred thousand grand fucking bill in the mail that you'll have to pay every month until you paid it off. That's outrageous. <laughs> it's outrageous, but it, it, you know it, it's within the bounds of what is a right and what is a choice. Yeah, sounds like quite a fine line, to be honest. It really is. It really is. And again, part of the reason, part of the reason, like here in the United States, that a lot of things, again, I don't want to pay for somebody else who sits at home all the time and does nothing, goes nowhere, works nothing, contributes nothing to society. I don't want to fucking pay for that. And a lot of people seem to forget that all this quote unquote free shit that you think is your right, it doesn't come from the government. You know who it comes from? Taxpayers. So you're well, taking who money, their money. <laughs> right? You t- you're taking your free shit is being paid for by us people who don't want to give you free shit because we go out and earn our shit. Well, I mean, there, there's some compassion and humanity in that. We don't want to give you free shit stuff. Like I'm sure, like you know, there's, like a kid's there's, description there's and stuff. You know, there's compassion. Like, That's why there's charities or GoFundMe pages. But requiring that somebody who works 40 hours a week to feed his family to lose a third of his paycheck to handle a bunch of people who don't do shit—that is right. Their right. <laughs> that uh, like, right. how is it a right that you deserve anything free? And, of course, they demand the government, and the government's like, okay, we'll just take it out of this poor schmo who's actually going out earning and not asking for anything. We'll take it out of him to give you your free shit. They're not, you think, let me put it this way. Do you think Donald Trump is pulling out of his own pocket to pay for your Medicaid? (laughs) No, I'm pulling out of my pocket. Right? You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't think people understand that. I think, like, there's so much... Of your paycheck, you know, that's even like allowable or should be allowable to be charitable. But that's like, the thing. It people, people should have the choice to be charitable. Maybe I see a family down on their luck. I want to help them. That's my choice. Then I give the money. I give the money that I chose to give them to help them out. As opposed to being told that I have to pay for it because they have this privilege that needs to be, you know, uh, sated. No, fuck you. I'm not giving you a dime. Get a <laughs> See, job. Like, like, McDonald's is hiring. 
like that's like Canadian healthcare. Like we pay so much in taxes and so much goes towards that. But see, here's like a, the thing. I don't mind paying taxes for someone's kid's prescription or something. You know, it's like it's like you pay it forward. You know, my kids might need something like that one day and I can't afford it. So, you know, it's nice to have that like backing to know that if something does happen, you know, uh, my kid's prescription will be mostly covered or actually like I'm not speaking out of experience because I have to pay a full cost for all my kids stuff. Right. But if they need like, uh, yeah, I'm one of those fortunate people. I'm one of the 20% of Canadians who has no health care whatsoever. Um <laughs> if they need surgeries or whatever like it's it's covered and uh, like I don't mind that for children for children I think it should be their right to free health care at like at a certain age you know especially with parents that are having a hard enough time paying for stuff you know because they're already there 50% of their income has already gone to taxes for children to, uh, and, and for elderly I would absolutely agree with you I think they should be taken care of I also think veterans should be taken care of they've all put in their time and efforts and the children obviously they are let's put it let, let's put it in an economic standpoint they aren't old enough to work unless they you know belong to Kathy Lee Gifford so they can't pay into it. Those I don't mind my taxes going to taking care of their things. I'm talking about the welfare mom who refuses to go get a job. I'm talking about the deadbeat the deadbeat guy who you know is career welfare. I'm talking about the people who think McDonald's is a career. Well, you know what McDonald's job. It, McDonald's is like better than no job. And, like, I even got to give it to people who, like, get up in the morning and actually go to work at the McDonald's job. Like, there's absolutely no shame in that. I don't, I don't have know, a problem. I don't have a problem with them working. I have a problem with them thinking that it deserves more money than what it's intended to be. It's a starter job. It is a job to get you stepping stone, unless you're going for management, in which case you're not staying at $7 an hour or whatever the case may be. You're obviously going to make more money. Or if you buy a franchise and start your own McDonald's, and, you know, again, you're, you're moving up in the chain. For those that are, like, content on being a part-time worker, just flipping burgers and doing nothing else, you don't deserve $15 an hour. See, There's I wouldn't even mind working at McDonald's. I wouldn't even mind working at McDonald's part-time or something, you know, like being a mom and stuff, you don't have a lot of time, you know, you've got kids to raise. So if you can get a job while they're at school or something and you're only working like a few hours here and a few hours there, you've still got kids to raise and especially single moms. Um, but you know, you're still contributing to society. You're still paying it forward. So, you know, you still deserve something back. Should anything ever happen? I think that should be a right. You know, if all you can get at your job is like 10 hours or 15 hours a week and, you know, it's the only thing that fits your schedule because you got to be home and cook dinner for your kids, put them to bed, you know, and all you get is like these few hours a day where you can actually do that. I mean, I mean, like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No, you're right. And they could choose to work for seven dollars to nine dollars an hour at Wendy's or McDonald's. Again, it goes back to a choice. They chose to do that or they could chose to choose to work part time at Walmart for 12 bucks an hour they could choose to do something else that's the point well you know but you choose and you get that a little bit of extra income in your wallet you know so you can afford to do stuff with your kids like taking your kids on vacation is not anyone else's responsibility but your own 
but now you have that money to do something with your kids. And, and you know, like, like welfare, even in Canada will still compensate a lot of your paycheck. Um, so if you're, if you get that little bit of extra, I mean, it's a few hours a day or, you know, it's four days a week or three days a week. Like, yeah, go for it. Um, like it's hard to be a single mom, but you know, we've still got these people that are still trying to contribute and stuff. And then we have these people that are like, God to like, honest to God sitting there and like, Oh, I would get a job, but it doesn't pay me enough. And it's like, but you have no experience. You've never graduated high school even. And you think that you're going to walk into the, like any job and you're going to be making 35 bucks an hour because you deserve that. You can't even put in the effort to find a little starter job or anything, but it doesn't pay good enough. You're not even worth the pay that you're going to get paid. <laughs> that that's kind of, that's kind of my point to it. Yeah, I'm not talking about the people who started off and they're ambitious and they want to move forward in life. I'm talking about the ones that are content with being a a, a job a part timer flipping burgers at McDonald's. That's that's good enough for them four hours, four hours a day or, you know, 15 hours in a week. But they think they deserve more money than somebody who put in the time, effort and money to go to, like, say, a trade school or a college. You're a high school dropout. You are, you know, a, a, a lazy person and you think you deserve more than people who put in the time, effort and money. You should be rewarded for being a loser. No, <laughs> no, you should not you know, be rewarded to be a loser. If you're doing nothing with your life and you're honestly working like 10 hours, 15 hours a week, I think like the minimum you can work is like 15 hours a week. Why aren't you going for a full-time position? Like, why aren't you doing anything to like better yourself or do anything to like further your life, you know, but you're happy with part-time and you're complaining, you don't make enough money or anything, blah, 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 blah. Why don't you just put in any, like put, forward any ambitions and try to get more out of your job i mean what's it going to matter if you're doing two extra hours a day as compared to five hours a day that's, it makes absolutely no difference you're there anyways you might as well fucking stay well, you that, know and it's extra money well that's it and again it goes back to that right the pursuit of happiness you have the right to bust your ass to make more money if money oh, two is, hours a day is not busting your ass. No, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying if the job doesn't pay enough or doesn't give enough hours, look for another job. Get another or, job. You know, if you can't, if you're one of those people that's this is the best you can get, I'm gonna tell you the God's honest truth: you failed in life. Yeah. See, if like it's even understandable if you have like prior commitments. Like, you know, your mom's sick, you got to be home with your mom, or you got to do this, or you got to do that. Or, you know, you're helping your, your girlfriend with your new brand new baby. You know, like, yeah, there's times in your life where, yeah, you can you, you can slack a little bit. And by all means, with a brand new baby, slack as much as you want. <laughs> like, that baby's not going to be a baby forever. But your entire life like that, like, you can, you can honestly do two more hours a day at work. And, it is not going to kill you. And uh, and quite honestly, I have to slightly disagree with your like uh, your assessment to like single moms for for part time work. Cause that's the best they could get because they're taking care of the kids or whatever the case may be. Because I know plenty of single dads who are sole uh, custody owners, not owners, but sole custody, <laughs> sole custody providers 
for their for their children. They have cut full custody and sole custody of their children. They still work full time uh, hours at real jobs to provide for their family. Single mothers, nine times out of ten, I I know you're the exception to this statement personally, but. Nine times out of ten, they're not hurting for money anyway because they're getting over half the paycheck of the father. You like you see like when I first I've had two really young kids, like between one and three, and I was working three jobs to take care of them. And do you know how much of their lives I miss at like not being able to do much with them? Like I had the money to do it. I had the money to like buy them new clothes when they needed it, buy their diapers and stuff. But I didn't get to spend much time with them, um, like not at all. And like honestly, this is the first summer where I get to like relax and be like, yes, you know, I get to like fully devote myself to my kids this summer. It's all about them, and I've never been happier. But working three jobs, like I used to, <laughs> my God, that was fucking hell. And that was like the only way that I could provide for my kids, not getting child support from their father or anything like that. Like, he, he was barely making ends meet as it was. Um, and why should my kids have, like, a lesser, uh, like, what do you call it? <laughs> Lifestyle. Like, well, no, like, why should they get less out of life when they're with their dad? You know, like, I didn't need his child support. Um, I wanted them to have, yeah, a good quality of life is what I was trying to say right. with him. So I wasn't going to take away his his extra little bit of cash or something. Like, they need food when they're there. They're taken care of. You know, he had a bit of an alcohol problem. But, hey, when he doesn't have the kids, who am I to judge, right? <laughs> right. So. See, and, and you're, you're a rarity to that. It's something where, you know, like, I've always argued, and I guess uh, as, a, as a person who's in this system uh, I, and been in it for 23 years and counting, um, you know, I can I could definitely say that I, you know, I always hated the fact of the government forcing and, and demanding, you know, whether it's civil government, you know, local municipalities or, you know, the the highest courts in the land, um, forcing a person to fork over money for their children. That's stupid. That, that is beyond stupid because first off, how do you know what my child needs? You don't know if my child needs that much money. Maybe they don't or maybe they need more. Don't you think that should be between two consenting adults that created the child? Now, yes, I well, know there are deadbeat dads out there who bail and don't pay child support. And guess what? There's deadbeat moms that do that, too. So don't don't just point the fingers at dads. But here's the deal. Majority of the people that are in this system are people like me who would kill to have more time with their children and have absolutely no issue providing for them in any way, shape or form that he needs to do it. I just don't like the fact that I could go to jail if I get a bad paycheck and can't afford my weekly child support payment. See, but isn't it your right that if you're going to pay for a child, you get rights to these child, this I, child? I do get rights. I get rights to see them every other weekend. I get to see them 48 days out of the year, and I lose over half my paycheck to do that. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I can't understand that. Like, do you guys have, like, a child subsidy or, like, child tax or something that you get, like, the government-funded stuff for, like, children under 18? Yeah, sure, if I had cut full custody of them. 
I don't. Okay, so the wife gets, well, the ex-wife gets that. Yeah, so she gets that on top of my child support and everything else. So she's subsidized already, and she has, and the courts are saying that you have to provide for them when you're, like, willing to be, like, what, at least a shared custody parent. Well, here's here's another one to fuck to fuck your mind here here in the United States. Uh, even more talking about the small family courts and and the claims courts like that like that with child support. There used to be a time where child support they knew they were taking a bunch of money out of you. So your primary job, you be working and they take, you know, two thirds of your paycheck, half of your paycheck, whatever. But you were allowed to go get a second job, like a part time job or a second job. And recuperate that loss so you could live. Used wow. to be. Used to be. Now, if I went and got a second job or a third, God forbid, a third job, instead of just saying, okay, your primary job, you're paying this much uh, in child support per per week or per month, whatever, however you get paid, that rest of that money is yours. No, now they look at the whole total of what you make. And come up with their percentages that way. So they're taking it out of all forms of income. Okay, there is no fucking single mom in the world that needs that much. You know, like even being on welfare and you're getting child tax or child subsidy from the government. You don't need two thirds of a man's fucking wages. I'm sorry, but that's fucking absurd. Mm -hmm. But that's the way the system is now. So that that's why when you say like single moms, when nine times out of ten single moms are collecting child support and getting their uh, child subsidies and and getting uh, tax deductions for claiming their children every year, they're not hurting for money. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, a part time job would be like substantial. It'd be beneficial. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Why did I never have a child with one of those rich motherfucking dudes? <laughs> I totally wish I could like restart my life over and like get knocked up by like some millionaire. <laughs> uh, you're still young enough. <laughs> I know. Right? Now to be nice is not looking for a sugar daddy. <laughs> taking, taking ads out on Tinder. <laughs> she has anal sex, people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, but no, in, 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 cl- in closing. The, the problem is, is in this society, too many people think just because they want something, it's a right. I want an abortion. It's a right. I want a sex change. It's a right. I want to make $15 an hour. It's a right. No. Your rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. How you obtain those things is up to you, not the government. Yeah, I was going to get into... Um, the woman's right to free tampons. <laughs> Have you heard that one yet? I did not. But again, that to me is a choice because you could wear a pad. Well, they want pads paid for as well. Because no, again, no, but I didn't choose the choosing, bad life. The bad life chose me. Right. But you're choosing what feminine hygiene product you decide to use. You're choosing it, and you're saying that it's a right that you get the tampon, which is more comfortable and less like a diaper and blah, 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 because it's my right. No, you're, it's not your right. There's, Do women there's, even know how much chemicals are in tampons and how fucking bad they are for you? Look, look, <laughs> if, if women, because women have a chemical uh, a chemical reaction in their body that, that produce, uh, force, forces them to produce uh, bleeding from their vag, you know, for a week every month, 
that to me, if that's a right, then to me the equivalent would be men with erectile dysfunction should have a right to free Viagra. I think they do. do you, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Trust in me, Canada, don't. I think they do. Well, maybe or in it's Canada. Like most, maybe yeah, in Canada, most, but maybe. again, it, it's one of those. It's not a right. You have the right to seek out getting Viagra because obviously erections make men happy, but. To make women happy too. <laughs> the government's not required to give that to you. Is your dick still functioning? Can you pee? Then you're good to go. I don't care if you can't get laid. Go to the drugstore. Pick up some yeah, enzymes. Yeah, practicing meditation and yoga. Yeah. Really good for erectile dysfunction. Here, here's one for Put you. Put some effort in. Here, here's one for you. Eat more red meat. That's one of its <laughs> benefits. It boosts uh, testosterone. Oh, so <laughs> speaking of these tampons now, so we keep hearing it like I see all the time in like these female groups about like stinky vagina and stuff and whatnot. Let me tell you now, your tampons are probably causing a lot of these um, pH imbalances. Mm-hmm. Is it your right to honestly poison your vagina? And, and like, yeah, okay, people are going to take that out of context and poison your vagina. Let's. Do you know what like they used to make tampons? These tampons can scratch your vagina to fucking shit. Okay, that you do not need abrasions in your vagina. Well, it's I mean, super unhealthy. And we're like we stick these things up our vagina, and we'll pull them out when they're not fully bloody soaked. I know this is graphic, but what else do you expect? Right. <laughs> we'll we'll pull them out when they're not even like that, and we can get cut in our vagina. Do you know how much bacteria and infections you can get from that? And then you wonder why your vagina is going to stink. Well, then also, you also look at the fact that you're shoving the cotton wad up there to where it's soaking up the, the biohazard chem, uh, you know, release that, that your body is discharging and keeping it in your vagina in this cotton wad of death. It's not cotton. I think it's like nylon or something. Um, anyways, it's really abrasive. Uh, absorbent yeah. sponge. <laughs> oh, and there's GMOs in the in tampons, okay? There's GMOs in like every fucking tampon. Do you know what GMOs are going to do to your vagina? <laughs> do you know what GMOs do to the insides of your fucking uh, lower intestine and your colon? They burn holes inside of them and they'll replace them with new DNA. Um, why do you think there's like so much IBS and everything like since the 80s? Uh, they're from GMOs. (laughs) That's what you're sticking in your vagina. Do I think it's your right to be able to do this to your vagina? No. (laughs) It's going to, like, it leads to a lot more medical different things and whatnot. Like, we have toxic shock syndrome and everything. I mean, what part of it is bad for your vagina do you not understand? Pads, on the other hand, yes, they stink, and, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of them myself. Uh, now everyone's probably wondering, like, what the fuck do you use when you're on your period? <laughs> She's got a drawer full of panties that are specifically for that time. <laughs> I, okay, honestly, the best thing I can rec- recommend are makeup sponges. They are soft. They're non-abrasive. They stay right on them, non-GMOs. And you know what? They're not going to hurt your vagina. And like, if you really want to get into it, they're also reusable. If you want to go down that route, you know you wash them and you can use them all over again. Maybe once or twice. But <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. You think about back before modern technology created things like the pad and the, uh, and, and the tampon, women 
wadded up cotton or they had I hate to say it this way but a kind of like a cloth diaper that they would rewash and reuse that's how they handled their monthly visitor you know before times of modern (laughs) modern science that created these things for you again it's not saying that you're not allowed to bleed and it's not saying that you don't have a right to sanitize that you do. You just don't have a right to demand that the government supply it to you. Especially when it's that bad for you. Like, women, you need to wake up. Like, research what is in these things. Like, you, you, they shouldn't be used at all, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> like, avoid them as much as you possibly can. You know what? Like, I've, I've heard so many women complain that their, their flows are so much heavier when they're using tampons and they'll stop using tampons and they'll start using something else. And like their cycle is a lot lighter. They get a lot less cramps. Tampons cause these things. (laughs) Why should you get them for free when they're so bad for you? Why aren't you looking it up and seeing why your flow got heavier since you switched tampon brands? Because this probably has more chemicals and like bad shit in it. That's probably why. That's that's I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you in any way, shape or form. I'm, I'm, my my outlook on it is is more about uh, less about judging, you know, the product itself and just looking at it as is it all right or not? And it's not. I'm sorry. It's not. You don't have it's... a right to it. You have a right to go out and buy it if that's what you want, but you don't have a right to it. Well, honestly, I, I like my daughter's getting to like the pubescent stage and I'm like thinking like, you know, like she, like she's going to be using pads for a while, like most girls do. But like, how do I even like, I'm honestly, as a mom, it's going to be like, no, don't be using tampons. (laughs) No, you don't deserve, like, you know, like I've honestly got to teach my daughter these things. It's like, they're, they're, they're bad for you. Okay. So all these women crying that. We deserve them for free. Well, fine. If you want, like, some toxic pussy, <laughs> should you even be stopped from poisoning yourself? No, definitely not. But why should anyone have to pay for them for you? Right. You know, so the long, the long and the short of it is, again, people are just too busy worrying about what they want. And they want to, because they want it, they want to pretend it's a right. It's not. It's a choice. Yes. Well, since we're here, yeah. we, we'll, we, have a bit of a, we have a bit of a shorter show tonight. So actually, this kind of wraps up nicely. You know, it, we, I'm on the hat, like the role of doing that, just like perfectly wrapping it up. But period sex. <laughs> um, this has been like, I've seen a lot of talk about this lately and stuff. Um, about people being the imma- hot dog. <laughs> about people being immature in relationships for not having sex on their period and for men like despising it and some men not caring. Okay. This is such a, like it's a personal opinion on this because you know, everyone's got like, uh, okay. Are you into period sex? <laughs> Am I into it? I mean, is I mean, it, are is you it like a fetish or something? No, no, not at are all. Am, am, am I opposed to it? It depends. Like, uh, if if we're talking about will it harm who I'm having sex with, 
like, you know, will it make her cramps worse or will she wind up with a urinary oh, God, tract no. infection or, or <laughs> something of that nature, then yeah, I'm opposed to it. But if we're talking about, do I care that I get a little bit of blood on me? It washes off. I shower afterwards anyway. But see, what's wrong with having period sex in the shower? Oh, oh, wait, oh my God, are you always here about the like the red towel being laid down? <laughs> I don't. Ca- I don't care. Like personally, I don't care because, I mean, you think about it, it. It besides it being red, it's still pretty much the same shit you get all over you when you have sex anyway. Well, okay, so I'm I'm like pretty on the fence about this, and I like, like I'm sure Chris is gonna be laughing because he's like, "What? You're like opposed to it." I am on it, like, as a woman, <laughs> as a woman, like, on my lighter days, like, at the beginning of my period or, like, you know, the, like, last day of my period, a little bit of, like, you know, bloody show or something is not that big of a deal. But now we want to get into, like, you know, heavy flows or, like, you know, the third day of your period and, you know, you've got, like, blood clots going on. I am not doing that shit. <laughs> and that's, that's... There's no fucking way hell. And and that's literally the reason why I said it depends on the situation. If if the girl is down to have me fuck her while she's on her period, I've got no issue with it. But if it's going to harm her in any way or if it's going to embarrass her in any way, you know what? I don't require it. I could wait. I, I, I could wait three to seven <laughs> fucking days for it to pass. I don't think it's immature or like. Yeah, immature to say no to sex when you're, like, legit, like, fucking bloody fucking <laughs> sticks river going on down there. It's not immature to say that. I mean, like, that would psychologically fuck me up. <laughs> you know, you look down and it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, did you just murder me? And then we've got this uh, the few guys saying that, like, um, what's the point in having a sword if you can't get a bloody every once in a while? And it's like, <laughs> you even... <laughs> Do you even know the extent of bloodiness you're about to get into? Like, this is going to be a death battle. Like, if you, like, I think of, like, if you had, like, a, a, like a miscarriage type of stuff thing going on or something, that's the type of, like, image I would have in my head of your dick being that bloody that it looks like you literally killed a child inside of me and it's all over your dick now. Well, look, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it. That's, to you. that's graphic, eh? I, yeah, it will. I, I will. Put it, I will put it to you this way, as as I stated before, and I know it's going to sound weird coming from me, uh, especially in the past couple weeks on on Facebook. If you've seen some of the the debates I've been getting into with women about men don't have a right to say things about things or whatever else, and that's stupid shit. This is the one time you're going to hear, especially come out of my my mouth. It's okay for you to have period sex. It's okay for you to not have period sex. It it depends on the comfort level of the woman. See, like, if it's like, you know, like... And that's literally it. If you're a fuck buddy, is there, like, more restrictions that should be in place when it comes to, like, period sex? Or as compared to if you're, like, in a lifelong relationship... Uh, like, should you have, like, more of a comfort level with, like, you know, your your partner as compared to your fuck buddy? I think it's kind of all honestly, the, I think it's kind of all the above. Because, like, when you say fuck buddy, obviously, okay, for, for this example, you and I are fuck buddies. Which means we fuck when we decide we want to have sex. 
If you're on your period and you're not comfortable with having period sex, we're not having sex. It's that simple. I honestly think there's less restrictions when with a fuck buddy because you just fuck. There is no like emotional and thing times, that's supposed to be there. So who gives a shit if his dick gets a little blood? You know what? Bloody that shit up. <laughs> He's probably fucking other bitches anyways. Well, I was about when to say, if you're talking about fuck buddies, most people have multiple fuck buddies when they're in that type of scenario. So if he can't get it from you, he'll get it from somebody else that's not fucking on the rag to begin with. You know, so whatever. But in relationships and stuff like that, again, you know, relationships and, and, and serious relationships, marriages, I think there is a comfort level that might change a person, a woman's opinion on, on the subject because of familiarity. But again, it comes back to comfort level. Are you comfortable having period sex? If you are, then there's no problem with it. If you're not, then the guy's not getting any regardless of whether he's fine with it or not. <laughs> the problem I, I would I would honestly give a less like way less fucks like being on my period and like fucking a fuck buddy I don't care about your emotions if I don't like you you know if you if you don't like the situation I'll just move on too if I want sex on my period and you're my fuck buddy I'm getting it <laughs> I don't care about your feelings this is what we do we have sex this is what the relationship's all about but in a relationship relationship it would be, I would be so much more worried about doing that because it's like, look, okay, if we have like this embarrassing moment, it's kind of stuck with us for life. <laughs> and I don't know if I could deal with that right now. <laughs> oh, look, man, I've, you know, it's sad to me to, to admit this on air, but <laughs> I've had, I've had, you know, embarrassing moments all the time. I've had embarrassing moments where I'd be standing next to my woman and, you know, I got sick or something and wound up fucking like trusting a fart that wasn't a fart and she got to watch the brown stain happen. Embarrassing <laughs> moments happen in relationships. That's part of the relationship. It's not going to haunt the, the, the rest of the relationship unless you're really immature people that's going to sit there and like, you remember that time you, you know, you shit yourself or you remember that time that I, that you pulled out my tampon and threw it behind you and it stuck to the wall. Like, <laughs> you know, most people, if you're in a serious relationship, you're not going to want to fucking embarrass your partner anyway. So if you have an embarrassing moment, you're going to shrug it off and never mention it again anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it sticks in your mind like 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 women, like we don't forget anything. We remember everything. So when it's like if something like that does happen during sex, we get really like emotional over it. Like we don't want this to happen again. Like we're scarred for life. Like I like my partner had to go through that with me. Now, mind you, my fuck buddy, so fuck my fuck buddy. You know, you don't literally mean jack shit if you're just a piece of dick. Well, I I I I agree with that. And again, <laughs> if you're the type of person that's not comfortable with having sex while on a period, period to begin with, it's more likely that you'll get it with the partner than you will with a fuck buddy. Because if you don't, if you're not into that thing, the guy, your fuck buddy's not getting any. It's just that simple. And it, you know, your partner's going to respect your, your choice a lot more than your fuck buddy will. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, she's self-conscious about her being like, you know, like blood clotty fucking period shit. You know, maybe I'll just leave it alone alone for her sake you know even if you don't give a shit just leave it alone <laughs> look you know the, the plain and simple fact of like people 
being immature and like you're supposed to have period sex or you're not supposed to have period sex and that little battle if you like period sex if you both like period sex then fuck each other bloody if you don't then wait a couple days to a week whatever however long the person's flow lasts it's not a big deal and there's neither one is a right or wrong answer it's whatever you and your partner are comfortable with Find a comfortable medium, like, you know, the first day of your period, you know, you're spotting. No big deal. Your last two days, you're going to be spotting a little bit. No big deal. I mean, this man that you're having sex with has to realize you're bleeding. So if it's a little bit of blood, like, are you, like... Look, if he's insatiable, if he's really that insatiable that he can't wait a couple days, but really want, and you really want to appease him, you have two other holes. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that is so sexist. <laughs> he has a hand, okay. privacy. No, I was I was going to go there too. You know, again, if if, if if on the guy, if you're if you can't respect your girls, just not feeling sexy at the moment. God made your arms the length they are for a fucking reason. Uh-huh. To wipe your ass. <laughs> go rub one out and fucking eat a cookie afterwards, man. Just wait a couple days. So I also got um, pulled into this um, debate of what would you do if you walked in and caught your partner um, masturbating? And, okay, I I feel like I was the only honest person who answered um, this question because there's, like, so many, like, girls that were answering that, yeah, I'm just going to get in there and start doing my thing with him and – I'm just going to stand there and watch. Like, you fucking weird-ass pervert. Don't stand there and fucking watch. And, like, here's me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to close the fucking door, go get some, like, good threesome, like, two-chick, one-dude type of fucking porno on the tablet, bring in a tray of lube, and give him his fucking privacy. (laughs) See, uh, my answer would be I'd whip out the fucking phone and record it. <laughs> like I don't know, people like, need look. Like, obviously, you don't want me to be involved, but I'm gonna enjoy this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like honestly, like people need their privacy if they they want that. You know, like sometimes you got to cook your own dinner. What, like, why should you be invading someone's personal time? Like sometimes, who doesn't like doing them, getting themselves off? Well, Sometimes the... you just have to do it yourself. So why the fuck are you standing there all fucking creeper like? Like honestly, what the fuck? Well, let's let's put it let's put it this way too. Let me let me bake the noodle of like these girls that like you were saying is like oh I'll get in there and finish them off and blah 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 or, or whatever the case may be. He may not want that. <laughs> well, he probably does want that. But let let's be fair. Most men have no need to masturbate, and I'm speaking as a male standpoint, if they're having regular sex. Exciting sex, not just boring missionary, two pumps and you're done. You know, exploratory or changing up the routine or something like that. If they're getting it and they're getting it regularly, Bell never touched her dick except the pee. I'm calling so bullshit. If, if you walk it, <laughs> most men, I didn't say all, I said most. Okay, okay, but for women, okay, sometimes we like to do it by ourselves. I get We that. can have the best dick ever, and you know what? Sometimes we just need to, like, we need to how the fuck do you do ourselves we need to like touch ourselves we need our alone time 
I, I get that. <laughs> I think that. men could sometimes need this too. <laughs> no, I get I get that, and I, I you know I'm sure in the comment section they could they could uh, disagree with me on this, but I think I think when it comes to men, more often than not, if they're getting it regularly, and and like I said, it's not boring sex, then they have no need to masturbate. So if you walk in and you catch your man. You know, watching watching the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee sex tape, and you know making the bald man old <laughs> and making and making the bald man cry. Maybe instead of sitting there like, oh, I'll just go finish him off. Maybe you should sit there and say, well, maybe I haven't been finishing him off. Maybe I need to give him some more attention. Maybe that's maybe, a sign maybe, that you're not doing your fucking part. Maybe he just needs his space. <laughs> you know? right, like, there are some guys that I'm sure fucking, you know, right after busting a nut in a woman turns around, goes to the bathroom and rubs another one out. There may be. I'm not saying they're not, but more often than not, most guys, if they're having a satisfying enough sex life, they don't need to jerk off. That's me during sex. Have sex and then rub one out when he's in the shower or something. <laughs> Are we all perfect? No, we're not. <laughs> but yeah, that is so me. <laughs> so, like, why? Well, because it was good, and you know, so, I'm, so it's sum not up, done. So sum up. <laughs> just because you want something does not make it a right. Uh, period sex is fine if that's what you want to do. <laughs> and if you catch your partner masturbating. Sometimes it's because they just need some me time. Sometimes it's simply you're not doing enough to satisfy them. The end. Or they're still <laughs> fantasizing about the great sex you guys just had and you can't perform. They're worried about your your sexual organ being overused. See, that's Could why, be. That's, that's why I was going to say, like, women, women, when they're horny and they get wet, they remain wet until they're done. Men... When we get horny, yeah, we get erect and we bust a nut and that shit goes limper than a fucking cooked noodle. <laughs> and we need the recoup time to get it to fuck back up again. So I get why women may continue on without you. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's not anything offensive even. It's just like, well, you know, I could still do with some head or like, you know, you could like finger ban the fuck out of me for like another three and a half minutes. But, you know, we kind of get you're done. You're done. <laughs> right. It takes some time to get the motor running again. Doesn't mean he's not horny anymore. Just means, you know, the lights are on, but nobody's home <laughs> at the moment, you know? People so have give to come us back master- in the house. Yeah, so give us our masturbation fucking space, too. If you catch us when you're in the, get out of the shower after you're done having sex, leave her the fuck alone. Just leave her alone. <laughs> You're only causing more problems for yourself. <laughs> I think I think the big thing, I think the big thing you have to ask in that particular scenario, like I said, is, is you have to take a look and is this a normal occurrence? If this is a normal if you <laughs> if your man if your man or your woman likes to fucking touch themselves, then that's just what they do. That's their right. That's their body. Right. I'm laying my foot down right there. <laughs> right, but but on on other occasions, if you if it's something that that person normally doesn't do, and now they're doing it, then maybe you need to sit there and ask yourself, what am I not doing that I should? 
okay, like, let's face it, like, tons of single men watch tons of porn. So if you're going to take away that sexual partner porn and, you know, you think you're going to compensate, no, he's going to go back every once in a while and it's his penis. He could do whatever the fuck he wants to it. Mm -hmm. And, hey, who doesn't like porn every once in a while? (laughs) (laughs) Just not two midgets in the sock drawer. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I, I still haven't Googled that, and I'd never plan on doing it. These are things that you just do not look up on the internet. <laughs> two, two midgets, one cup in a sock drawer. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> During period sex. Oh. I guarantee you it exists. I don't know if it does, but I guarantee you there's a fetish for it somewhere. <laughs> well, you've got homework to do this week and go find some and then report back to us next Tuesday because nobody wants to look at that, but oh. now we're all curious. <laughs> oh, you are confusing me with a former member of this club. <laughs> I'm not looking that shit up. I don't want I don't want that in my uh my history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all gone in a year or so. <laughs> I don't know how often you Google, but if I were to Google that tonight, it, like you would never find it again in like three days from now on my phone. <laughs> Look, when I when I uh when when I was with my ex-wife and she was fighting for custody of her other daughters, they turned around in court the 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 grandmother of her her deadbeat ex-husband or ex-boyfriend whatever uh decided to try to paint me as a satanist and a sexual deviant because of shit that was from a band I was in that was online. That was gone when the band was no longer together but it was like promotional stuff like band photos and you know videos of being stupid like jackass style videos you know to promote the band they tried to use that against me in court trust me it's it, it's not gone in a year they can find it if they want it <laughs> i'm not putting that his in that history in my <laughs> in my google page <laughs> if i was a judge i'd be shaking my head and like you know like it's a band it's entertainment the, this is for entertainment purposes only that like, actually actually the judge did look at it that way it's like wait a minute what what is all like first he looked at it, he's like what is all this all demonic looking and everything else i said i used to be in a band Oh, and you were touring? Yeah, we were we were out performing gigs and stuff, and we used social medias and, and websites to promote the services. We did things like videos and music videos and, and homemade stuff, you know, to do that. And do you do that now? No, I gave all that up to be a father and a, and a husband. So you're not actively doing any of this anymore. No. And all this stuff, all this imagery, what was it for? Well, shock value. And he looked. He looked dead. He looked dead at the grandmother and was like, "This is promotion. <laughs> it's entertainment." <laughs> like, oh god! Like the day that someone's like, "Well, you run a podcast where you have a foul mouth." Um, yes, it's for entertainment purposes. Um, what's your point? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like this is this is this is the equivalent of commercials and advertisements. This is my radio personality. This is not how I act when I'm with people. (laughs) Well, for the most part, this is not how I act when I'm with people. (laughs) You know, it was funny because the judge at first, while I'm sitting on the stand, the judge at first looks at the stuff and gives me that evil eye like, oh, my God, you're you're an evil person. Until he started questioning me about it and realized 
dude, I'm just using shock value to get people to come out to my gigs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you're like, if you're in a rock band, especially, I mean, yeah, there's like some point where you kind of like copy or like, you know, idolize like, uh, like past rock stars and rock bands. And, you know, you kind of take a little bit of their stuff, you know, they're idols. Like, yes, you use them as your like role models. Look, I, I, the, one of the, one of the best, one of the best ones I use to, to, for people who, who are judgmental, especially the musicians is a band called Slayer. A lot of their imagery, a lot of their, uh, lyrics are very satanic in nature, uh, a very aggressive sound, but the lead singer reads the Bible and is a devout Catholic and makes his children pray every night. It's a stage performance, people. It's not reality. Like, look at Marilyn Manson. Like, yeah, he wears all that gothic makeup and looks fucking demonic as shit. In his interviews and stuff, he's like one of the biggest introverts in the world, you know? Like, yes, he makes music, and that's his passion. So in order to sell his passion, yes, he goes for the shock value. There's nothing wrong with this. Like, does he even go out? Not very much, probably, as far as I could tell. Like, his best friend is his cat. So, (laughs) I mean, you can judge people by the face that they put on for their entertainment business or whatever. But, like, to actually know these people is a whole different story. (laughs) It absolutely is. I think think the only time uh, with with quote-unquote entertainment purposes would be here at Realm of the Mist would be the only time we don't use sensationalism for for promotion. We did we our shows mostly fall around the same type of mentality. No matter if it's a host and a panel or a one-on-one conversation like Venus and I are having, the point is it's just us sitting down and talking. We can for, say whatever the fuck we want. We're doing we're doing <laughs> it we're doing it for your entertainment, but this is the closest to us you will ever know. And even that, sometimes we're amping it up just to entertain you. Exaggerator. What? No. You know, like, mostly I think this is our personality, but I think it just shines through (laughs) the podcast. (laughs) It probably does. That's why I said amped up a little bit, but it's still us. It's not us hiding behind a persona or using sensationalism for promotion. This, this... What you see is what you get with our shows because this is how we talk when we're not recording it. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, we're not going to go talk to this like a fucking cop or well, okay, cops are normal people. Remember that (laughs) they can deal with a normal conversation, (laughs) but not when they're officially on duty. You're not going to say what we say sometimes. (laughs) We're not going to go to city council and start talking about penis. (laughs) I might. (laughs) <laughs> if he just got stung by a bee we have a bee problem yes that's that's fine <laughs> it hurt i don't feel so good but my swelling is great <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and that is how you bring stuff to city council <laughs> you guys gotta check the swelling out it's awesome <laughs> Uh, you definitely want to go to your kid's school teacher and be like talking about like half this stuff like this and decent but you know what it's 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 free range 
like they're, they're so like you're not like on, on this show we're not stuck and like boxed in and being like okay i have to be appropriate okay no for, for those like, watching, no. for us watching on youtube right now for if anybody wants to try to use that against people that on these shows uh like our vulgarity or or sex talk or anything of that nature look down in the on the panel that you see on the screen right now look down in the uh lower right hand side you see mature rating this is not made for kids. So, yeah, don't bring it to a school and schools don't try to use it or, or courts don't try to use it as a means to to prove somebody's a bad person. This is not made for children. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you don't talk to your children about <laughs> this stuff. I don't I don't tell my kids. My kids don't even know what the they know. Daddy podcasts. They don't know what I talk about. They will not hear the shows until they're adults. And by then they probably won't care. <laughs> and my daughter asked me too can i listen to your show and i'm like no and she's like why and i'm like because mommy has a bit of a potty mouth <laughs> yeah, she's like the, oh by the time they're old enough to accept what daddy talks about on these shows they're not going to care anyway so <laughs> exactly but i don't think it makes you a bad person to talk with adults about adult conversations exactly you know and of course if you don't like it you have a choice to not listen. But you're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> See how we turn that back around. <laughs> Let's be mature for a minute. Out comes Venus. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sure the young Turks have something riveting to uh, talk about for you. If this is not your cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, I think at, like at some point in your week, you just have to let out all the fucks and cunts and twats and everything that you've been holding in all week. <laughs> yeah, if anything, this is helping me keep a job because if I say it here, I'm not going to say it on the job site. <laughs> right? Like you can't bitch like as much as I do on this show to like anyone because you know they're going to be upset. Well, then you got to hold it in all week, and by the time this Tuesday comes around, it's like holy motherfucking Jesus Christ! You know what happened? <laughs> but here's but here's another one for you too again bringing it back around you don't like the content of this this show or any of the shows on realm the mist or any shows in general guess what you have the right to not listen to it you have the right to change to a different video or a different channel or whatever the case may be but we have the right under the freedom of speech which is a constitutional right to say whatever the fuck we want to say. <laughs> hey, if you don't think I can behave, you should hear me on the Tinfoil Hat Society. I think I swore once last week or twice. <laughs> That's it. Me, or ago. <laughs> me, I used to try to behave until one twat got, came out and it pretty much set the ball rolling for Realm of the Mist from there. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> and I'm not even like, the one that said the word. <laughs> wow. How's that one for you? I got in trouble and had to make a public apology on an internet radio station, and I wasn't even the one that said the word. <laughs> well, it'd be a lot easier to apologize for someone else's stupidity. <laughs> well, my company, my responsibility. <laughs> Well, take it as it is, right? <laughs> That's it. But it, 
It it gave birth to After Hours and uh, fuck the FCC, <laughs> which later got overthrown by It Had to Be Said with Venus. <laughs> and there's more to come. <laughs> I'm sure there is. This one, this one, this episode here, guys, is tame compared to the one I'm talking about. <laughs> My God, like I, I hope Jesus doesn't hear that one. <laughs> Oh, I, did we, if, G, if Jesus is up there in heaven, he was crying that night. <laughs> Mostly <Are of> you, laughter. <laughs> yeah, crying, laughing. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> but it is oh, past I guess the we, hour mark. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I guess we can wrap this one up. <laughs> <laughs> Before we truly derail. <laughs> yeah. I'll save the derailment for uh, this Thursday, Tinfoil Hot Society. We're back. Um... We have a new guest host that will be joining us. Um, seriously, if you guys are into conspiracies and stuff like that, like, get at me. Like, there are so many people that say they want to do it, and then they just flake. So, nothing personal, you know, fine, I get it. No, some people get, like, really sketchy about this type of shit. But, I mean, there's other people that are like, yeah, aliens. But here's, so, another, hey, here's, here's another thing for you, too. There's nothing wrong with an opposing point of view. If you're a person who may not believe in the particular subject matter, come on the show and express your feelings. You're more than welcome. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Venus Chan or Solar Nova. I suggest you do Venus Chan. Or you can find me on Instagram, Venus Uncensored. Or you can email me personally, Venus Uncensored at gmail.com and we will be back this Thursday um, at this point it's 95% sure that we will be back this Thursday with the Tinfoil Hat Society uh, we're talking about HARP, 5G and what was that other one <laughs> <laughs> where's my oh, show Jesus. notes <laughs> <laughs> anyways oh yeah and EMPs um, I'll be back next Monday with Realm of the Mist and next Tuesday again with It Had to Be Said with Venus that's right, and you can find me here on pretty much all the Realm of the Mist shows because I'm the only one that records them right now. Um, of course, you can catch me tomorrow night with uh, host John Mark Tully as we just continue our discussion of the legend that is Luke Skywalker on War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. And, of course, I will more than likely be on Thursdays at uh, Tinfoil Hat Society, even though I have no idea about any of this subject. Uh, this it's particular pretty educational. Subject, uh, it's and, educational. We teach. <laughs> we teach believe, as we go. And I believe this Friday will be the return of Press A Gaming Podcast. I'm not sure what the subject matter is going to be on that yet, but make sure you're checking it out as Zephyr Zero is giving all the uh, gaming insights. And of course, I will be back Monday for it had. Uh, yeah, it had to be said. For <laughs> Realm of the Mist podcast, it will have to be said. <laughs> Realm of the Mist podcast and Tuesday for Realm of the Mist. Uh, it had to be said with Venus. Wow. <laughs> Tongue tied. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I While did. she was on her monthly period and she had the right to choose to give a blowjob. <laughs> oh my god, you're that feminist fucking freaking out over that one. <laughs> and I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listen, feminist, you're more than welcome. We will you can Come on the show and you can blast that comment all you want. It'll be fun. <laughs> and I will happily embarrass you on air. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> oh, 
I'm just going to referee this. <laughs> I would love to see you fight with a fight. I'd, look, I love, I'd love to see my... Look, I love women, and I believe in true equality in between the sexes, but feminists, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said it. <laughs> I know. Say it again. Feminists, fuck you. Third wave modern feminists, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to say that because I want them to feel invited on the show. <laughs> Come on the show, debate me. <laughs> debate me. I I have no problems embarrassing you. <laughs> and I'm I'm not talking about embarrassing you by calling you names. I'm talking about embarrassing you with like hard truths. <laughs> well, that would definitely be a fucking like pay-per-view event. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know what I think would happen is honestly, I think what would happen is you would end up having to referee the show between me and some feminist. <laughs> it would go from it had to be said to uh <laughs> oh shit! It had it had to bloody be bloody gloves down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be changed to uh, the truth will set you free. <laughs> I worked a little too hard for go. that title, and it wasn't even that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing, so it's better than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, oh, okay. <laughs> On that note, guys, have a good night, and we will be back for another It Had to Be Said, because, Venus, why? Because we can. I was hoping you'd say because <laughs> it had to be said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you already said it once, so I mean, why say it twice, right? <laughs> I was just giving you the chance to have the last word on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can fight about it. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> have a good night, guys. Why didn't the free little pig go in for some kind of flat share scheme? Does Jesus get to choose which wine he turns it into? Why don't Sims have the upper body strength to climb out of a swimming pool? And does everybody really want to be a cat? I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. If you're the type of person that overthinks these deep philosophical questions, then Think to the Brink is the podcast for you. From Disney characters to song lyrics, debates to social etiquette, tune in every week for your dose of paralysis by analysis. All topic suggestions are welcome. If you can think it... We can overthink it. Think to the brink. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey everyone, this is John Tolley. Invite you to check out War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, me and my co-host Christopher Stolley discuss the news and theories surrounding one of the largest franchise movie franchises in the world. So join us every Wednesday at 8 Eastern as we travel to the galaxy far, far away. Right here on Anchor FM and wherever fine podcasts are heard. You know, when you need CBD, vape juice, or a new mod, go to Vape Scorpion. 10859 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 1916. They are formerly known as East Coast Vapor. They have all your needs, all the equipment, all the juice. And hey, while you're there, sit down, enjoy a beer, and just hang out with a bunch of cool people. Guys, if you really need your next vape machine, or maybe you just want to try a low-grade uh, juice, make sure you hit up Vape Scorpion. That's 1085 Boston Avenue, 
Philadelphia PA 19116, or give a call to 215-464-8273. Oh yeah, and make sure you let them know that Realm of the Mist Entertainment sent you. He said that she said, how dare you say that? That's offensive. Well, someone gotta say it. It had to be said with Venus. Catch the live show Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the recordings at any time. Guest shows weekly. Listener, beware. Mature content. Sexual content. Trigger warning. Do you dare say it? Hi, my name's Chris. I'm here about Realm of the Mist podcast. Realm of the Mist podcast, we talk about all the great things from movies, music, books, comic books, and many other forms of entertainment, as well as politics, current events, and just general humor and having a good time. If you're looking for a podcast that is right up your alley, look no further than Realm of the Mist podcast here on anchor.fm or where fine podcasts can be heard. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and course comics established in 1985 we are your go-to store come by and say hello and say that the guys from radiocast fm radio sent you the address again is 83 bustleton pike feasterville pennsylvania or call 215-357-3332 Three-eyed turtle? Is that all right? What the fuck is a three-eyed turtle? Who wants mustache ride? Are you tired of the same old podcasts with no humor? <laughs> well, join us for After Hours, where everything is funny to us. On Anchor.fm, and where quality podcasts are heard. How the fuck did we get on this? <laughs> I don't know. The FCC started this shit. It's their fucking fault. Hey everyone, this is Dak. This is Liam. And this is White People Shit. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe you're bi and week. I'm straight and strong. It means twice a week, you douche. Oh. Yeah, listen to us twice a week. On White People Wednesdays, gay stuff, zombies, superhero sex positions. And on Featured Peep Fridays, we interview the Featured Peep of the Week. Yeah, like a fucking Just search WPS Podcast and look for the white dude in red pajamas. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Anywhere else podcasts. We believe in equal opportunity humor where all things can be made fun of. So if your feelings get hurt and you're offended, you can always eat a dick.